Welcome to the Passion Harvest podcast audio series. Thank you so much for listening today. I am Louisa, your host, International Passion Ambassador. If you would like to watch this episode, please head over to our Passion Harvest channel on YouTube. We love taking you on a journey to discover your passions. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to Passion Harvest, where we aim to inspire you to live a passionate life. I have such an exciting couple on the show and I can't wait to dive deeper into their passions, Teresa and Tom Chance. Teresa and Tom are international spiritual educators and through their presentations and programs, they pass along truths, tools and techniques, that's a tongue twister, <laughs> for practical psychic awareness and tuning into personal spiritual guides for positive living. <laughs> they are passionate to share how to tap into the wealth of wisdom and inner guidance inside all of us. Teresa and Tom, welcome to Passion Harvest. It's an honor to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Louisa. We are honored to be here. Yeah, <laughs> and great to be here. Great to be sharing with you. Congratulations on your union as well. Thank, Thank you. you so much. So um, let's get started. You've got such an exciting tour, I know, in Australia, but I guess the question is with Spirit Works, what, what do you do? What do you do? Well, we, as you said, we put on programs, mm -hmm. workshops, presentations. Uh, usually we start with a presentation on the real you. And we work from that perspective that we're all souls, that we're energy, and uh, what that, and that we're here to learn and grow. Mm -hmm. So based on that, you know, we we help people unfold uh, the spiritual gifts, as we call them. Uh, you might say, and innate wisdom that we all have with us. And a lot of us have just forgotten this. You know, we're get we get so programmed in schools and from our environment that we a lot of what the tools and techniques do is kind of reawaken what we already have within us. The innate wisdom that we all have brought over from lifetimes that we have in us and just being able to tap into that and understand how to work with your guidance, how to work with um, your spiritual tools and also the, um, our spiritual gifts, which is intuition, visionary, prophetic, and feeling that we all have in us, but we all use one of those as a primary means of how to communicate with our guidance and communicate in the world. So we help people really tune into understanding and really working with what they already have inside of them. I love that. And it's so beautiful that you're working together as a team and, and congratulations for putting it together. Cause there's so many, you know, spiritual people out there, but haven't like packaged it, packaged it together. So congratulations on that. <laughs> so in uh, your well, workshops, Sorry. I was just going to say, we've been trained by the Wayshowers College, mm -hmm. which has been around since the late 60s in one form or another. And in Australia, we're endorsed by the Inner Peace Movement International of Australia, which is a nonprofit organization. And again, it's been in Australia since the 70s. But what we've seen recently is a big resurgence in all these sorts of things. Mm -hmm. You know, the fact that people are psychic and, uh, you know, the main thing for us is, helping people make all this practical. And Teresa likes to talk about how uh, it helps people. We put the puzzle together maybe in a little different way than uh, people have been exposed to before, kind of fill in the gaps in uh, spiritual understanding. Uh, my question is, how do you do it? I know I've got to come along to the talk, but how do you facilitate, you know, one connecting 
deeper with their soul in, in, in the essence of time. I'm just fascinated. Well, we kind of meet each individual where they're at because there's right. different levels of consciousness on the planet and each person's at a different place. So no matter if someone comes in, like when I came into this program, I have had a lot of knowledge. I worked with, I was, I was a massage therapist and a healer. I did reconnected healing, craniosacral therapy, Reiki. I was really involved and I was really already on my quest, so to speak, mm -hmm. my spiritual search. So when I came in, this program met me exactly where I was at and it took me off. I was like, I'm ready to go. But then we've had people come in that may be, may be just opening up to their spirituality and where they're at. And we can meet them also with just having them understand how to cleanse, how to, um, how to work with energies around them, how to connect with their guidance. So it really is a program that meets people where they're at at different levels. Sounds it Also, it's really important that uh, people realize they have their own answers. So a lot of the, the tools and techniques and truths that we share, these are things that have worked for us over the years. I first started getting involved in this kind of thing back when I was 18. And it's been something that I've come into and out of off and on over the years. So uh, we're also big believers in, you know, once your uh, the thirst is quenched, once you've had enough, that's great. You know, you've got what you need and off you can go. But if for me, it's a bit of a way of life in that I like to look at my life and the challenges that come up from a spiritual perspective or the bigger picture of what's going on with me. What am I learning from the situation? And then what that helps me do is really maintain, most of the time, a more positive outlook in life. And I say most of the time because no matter what, if we're here on earth and we're learning and growing, we're gonna have some challenges. And that's the beauty part of it, is that we're, the facts are, we're actually, we're very excited to be here, all of us as souls in a physical body. And, you know, somewhere along the way, that just gets programmed out of us. You know, people think they're here to suffer. Now, there are challenges. You know, I'm not going to say it's a, you know, it's a cure-all kind of thing. But as I learn about myself and how I can stay positive within these challenges and maybe change some of my concepts that I picked up, then life becomes smoother. You know, one of the things that has struck me is, People say, oh, you know, let's go, let's, let's work with spiritual growth. And I'd say, what the heck is spiritual growth? And why would you care? <laughs> you know, I've got to pay my mortgage. I've got to, I want to find a girlfriend. I need a better job. You know, all those kinds of things. And for me, spiritual growth is self-awareness, becoming more aware of uh, what I have within me that's already masterful, and then how to grow into a more masterful, way of life so that life is actually smoother and I do have more ups and downs or if I get down and I face a challenge I'm not stuck there for weeks you know but just it's something I go through and then the next time I go through it it's not so, such a big deal you know I start to master you know what I've learned so we really a lot of this is just uh, simple simple courses but it just works with these spiritual truths and again to make it practical you know, um, one of the questions we often get asked is, you know, uh, do you do sorts of meditations and guided meditations and things? And we don't do that much of that. We're, we're big believers in meditation and action. So I, oh, like I love that able, word. <laughs> yeah, I like to be able to tune into my guidance in any situation, whether I'm in a business situation or in a personal relationship or working with my uh, son's wisdom. 
and tune into my spiritual guidance for uh, clarification, you know, on what's my part. Teresa likes to share a lot about how sensitive she was uh, when she was doing her other work and how this has helped her with that. Yeah, so when I was a massage therapist, I was obviously working with a lot of energy with other people who came into my office, and I didn't know how to cleanse properly. I used sage and I used crystals, but it's a lot different than the type of cleansing that we actually teach people. So, um, and I got sick, and I actually had to stop my, my um, massage practice, and that was in 2012. And then in 2017 is when I found this work. So I was actually getting ready to come into this work and to move out of this, um, where I was at before. But now with cleansing, I've, I, I don't get sick and I really stay centered and I really understand what's me and what's not me. And that to me is the biggest thing about working with this program. We're energy, we work with energy, work, you know, walking in the world, going through the stores, talk, you know, with our, our loved ones. But a lot of times we get caught up in other people's energy that's not even us. So to understand that when I'm feeling a certain way or um, or, you know, somebody's coming at me, that, that's not me. And how do I work with that? So that for me was really a lifesaver because I got so sick in really ingesting other people's energy as I was working on them with body work and healing work. Such valid points. I, I just want to talk about that, but also I just want to go back to Tom with, con with con conflict and contrast. Unfortunately, I put, I mean, I'm speaking from personal experience because that's really all I know, but you know, when I have contrast and I don't like it, but that's sometimes or usually when the greatest growth occurs within me. Right. <laughs> and it's just also, I, I can so relate to, it's how you deal with the, the conflict or the contrast. And I agree, the more you think of it as a learning curve and um, allow it to happen and understand what you're learning from it, it's less likely to occur again, but it becomes easier to bounce back. Yeah, you know, we learn to, uh, within the programs and the uh, workshops and community group work and so forth, people learn to respond to life situations rather than react, you know, uh, emotionally. So in our first, you know, we're like big radio receivers and transmitters of souls. So we come in and we can pick up thoughts and feelings from people around us as, as well as our spiritual helpers or, you know, a higher source. and. Uh, it's really important to discern what's me and what's out there. Also, in our first seven years, you know, we're like pure love when we first come in. You know, everybody loves to hold that baby, especially when they're, you know, little. They just feel so good, mm. you know, to all of us because they're, they're still in that loving, pure, you know, source vibration, you might say. And, uh, but in our first seven years, we pick up habits and attitudes and concepts, you know, from our parents or whoever raised us or the people in our environment. And then, and that's all good as well, because it's all part of what I came to learn or master. So, you know, my purpose is to be here is to learn and grow. And I have a thrust and my thrust is to be happy and free. And the thrust of the learning that I get involved with is really about that feeling of happiness and freedom and detachment from others as they go through their learning experiences. So uh, a lot of spiritual growth for me has been finding out what concepts and attitudes and habits and emotions work for me and what don't. 
and keep the ones that work for me, but kind of replace the other ones with maybe a, more of a spiritual truth or more of a universal truth. Mm. And everybody can do that. I mean, nobody really wants anybody to give them their answers. I mean, how many of us enjoy that, really? I kind of, <laughs> I, I'd actually kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. So, but what we really like is probably not, for, probably not <laughs> for us to unfold yes, I would the actually. wisdom that we have within, you know. And uh, when it becomes my idea, when it becomes my picture, that's when I accept it. So we really have programs and tools and techniques to help people become their own best psychic, their own best guru, or their own best healer. Now, having said that, we all need to share and learn and grow from being involved with each other. Because if you're sharing with me something you're, you've experienced and what you, you've had an aha moment about, I can probably gain a lot from that. You know, I can relate to some of those experiences and you might put it in a way that just really helps the penny drop for me. Mm. So we need people, but we also have to realize that there's lots of levels of consciousness here and not everybody's going to be interested in this sort of thing. Yeah, sure. Um, and good just going back to obviously when we come from source, when we're born and, you know, our first seven years influence, uh, you know, our social environment influences us i i mean i kind of believe that we also have pre-soul contracts what are your thoughts on that definitely <laughs> so when we come in we we um, have a group of master souls that are working with us which is our guidance and they've actually mastered what we are here to work with this lifetime because they've already mastered this and we're here to experience it oh. and they're like um like as if they're in a helicopter above us hovering. And so they see what's coming ahead, how to guide us. They'll, they, we do have free will, so we'll always, you know, do what we want to do, but they will be there to back us. And we do contract to come in with them to work with us this lifetime. So we definitely believe in contracts and coming in to work with certain, you know, certain aspects of what I'm here to, what's my soul's growth this lifetime. Mm. Oh, I really want to ask about spirit guides, but also what do you, what are your thoughts on karma or karmic relationships? Is karma well, ended? That's yeah. what I've heard. Is there, is there yeah. any more karma? I mean, for me, uh, one of the things that I feel that I put together or what, what karma means to me, mm -hmm. uh, and it may be something different for yourself or yep. for Teresa, is that it's because I've been here before and I've had relationships with other people before, there's a recognition of an energy or a feeling, which is, that's how I recognize it. It's a feeling, it's an impression that uh, I can get caught in, you know? So if I've had a karmic experience with someone in the past, I might start to relive that situation. But I believe that in my view, karma is something I don't have to go through if I don't want to. It's, and that's where working with my guidance can help me. You know, do I need to stay in this relationship just because I'm attracted to this person? What's the karma there? Or why do I always get upset about this? Or I feel I'm going to be ripped off by this person. Well, that might have happened, you know, but that's not the contract this lifetime or it doesn't have to be something that we go through again. That's my perspective. Uh, so working with my guidance, working with my sensitivity, I can discern what's, what's relevant for today. But I do believe that, you know, as a soul, that I chose my parents, at least one of them, that I had an affinity with. So there's a contract there for me to come through that soul. And good or bad, you know, or 
positive or negative, there's things I came to learn from that person. And usually it's the positive part. It's, it's the part we really admire about, you know, your father or your mother. It's not the other part when they have their challenges or learning experiences. Now, so. for the two of us, we've actually been together in other lifetimes, and we contracted to come together this lifetime at this moment to do our spiritual work together. And we've checked out, we've had a lot of deja vu of um, things happen when we first came together, and we've checked with our guidance, and we've waited a couple lifetimes to actually reconnect and to have this experience where we're growing spiritually, obviously, as individuals, but also together as a team to move forward in the world, so... That's part of our little karmic connection. <laughs> I love that. So, oh my gosh, I've got so many questions for you. Um, but so would you call yourself soul mates? I know it's a co very coined term. Or twin yes. flames or... If, if, uh, I, right, I've heard of twin flames before. I would say we're definitely soul mates. And it's funny because when we met, we had this question in a course we were working with is, you know, do we have a soul mate? Mm -hmm. And I know Tom came up with, well, you know, perhaps we have thousands of soulmates yeah. of all the incarnations we've been through and all the times we've been on the planet but we definitely are definitely soulmates yes oh that's lovely congratulations again <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> i guess i just want to quickly go back to your cleansing teresa that you spoke about is it a simple cleansing exercise ritual that you do on a daily basis or it's a very simple um technique that we do teach people Okay. We usually teach it in our, um, our, sometimes the intro, we also do personal one-on-one -on -one sessions, consultations, mm -hmm. and we teach it in those also. And um, it's very, very simple okay. how, to, how to do it. Yeah. And then and we also, in our consultations, teach a technique, a two-way connection with your guidance. So you can get yes and no answers and have a deeper connection with really understanding, is that my guidance I'm speaking with or, or you know, or is that something outside? But the cleansing technique is, is it lifts your vibration to be more positive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we all have an aura. In fact, we do a little technique where you rub your hands together and you can kind of, you know, feel something in between there, and magnetism or something. And then we use that, that energy in our hands to just do a simple, a simple technique. And it's, there's been many of these techniques throughout the eons, you know, there's, mm -hmm. and there's references to clearing of the mind or the soul. And the main thing is to get back into a positive, relaxed, clear feeling. So it's, it, in terms of, I wouldn't say it's a ritual. It's more of a technique. It's something when I usually cleanse, I use that technique first thing in the morning to kind of wake up and, and tune into the day. And I might do it in the middle of the day and I might do it at the end of the day, or I might do it before I go into a business meeting because I really want to set the energy to be a positive meeting or, uh, something like that. Yeah, and like Tom mentioned, it raises your vibration. So our spirit guidance are 100% pure energy. So when we raise our vibration, we can then have their vibration meet us. And sometimes you might get goosebumps or chills on your body. That's your guidance coming in close. Some people also feel warmth, and some people also feel coolness around when their guidance comes. So when we, when we teach how to cleanse, that just raises our vibration so we can then feel our guidance come closer also. Or a sense of well-being, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it also goes back to the intention, the intention. Whether, you know, there's lots of, as you said, there were lots of techniques, but it's the intention to cleanse yourself as well. Would you agree with that? Yes. yes In definitely. fact, part of the technique is a positive affirmation that really makes it a little extra stronger, you know. So 
really spiritual growth. It's that's a, I love that word intention. You know, I can become aware of something in an area that I need to maybe modify in my thinking and, uh, or how I perceive life. But if I don't replace what I've discovered about myself with something positive, mm. you know, it's harder for the growth to occur. And a positive affirmation is, you know, very important. You know, really nobody ever heals anybody else. It's we heal ourselves because of a change in our attitude and a change or a change in our perspective might mm -hmm. be another way. In my view, we sure we have assistance and we can get some extra energy to help with that. But it's up to me to really, you know, change myself or to grow spiritually or however you want to say it. Yeah, I, look, I completely agree. But by raising your vibration and being in your presence or being in, uh, you know, around other people that have a high vibration, I think there's more of a potential to have healing as well and change and growth. I agree. Yeah, for sure. That's one of the reasons that we, we like to work with people or we set up it through our, usually we do a presentation, which gives people the big picture and we go through a, a number of symbols. We will talk about a few of the things here today, like being a soul and having a purpose and a thrust and guidance and uh, spiritual gifts, which are ways that we receive impressions and how we communicate with others. Uh, as an example, uh, seven year cycles of life, how there's the spiritual sort of focus for each seven year cycle, uh, the balance of thought and feeling, um, the universe or our true home, there's different, you know, topics. Then the next time we get together with folks is a three hour workshop where we just really don't talk to them too much. We just allow them to experience techniques and discover for themselves, get the experience of what we're talking about. Because our programs, the new spiritual horizons programs are really about people opening up with their feelings as opposed to the theory of spiritual things. So I'm, I'm all for making it a way of life and, and, um, you know, emboldening my energy, gaining more confidence, being more positive, staying more relaxed. Really, for me, it's all about being happy and free. For, yes. for Teresa, it's... The follow through of my heart's desire. That's my spiritual thrust this lifetime. Okay. And we also do offer the consultations. We do have a thrust consultation where you can find out what your spiritual thrust is this lifetime. Here's a picture of it. We have this, of course, on our website. That's the personal thrust one. And the way we connect with um, our consultations is we connect our spiritual guidance with your spiritual guidance, then gives us the answers with your permission. And then you're, you're answering all my questions. <laughs> I don't even need to ask. <laughs> no, no, please keep going. While we're on the topic, you may. Well, as, I'd love you to talk we're about your kind workshops. Of sensitive, but a little psychic. So. We, <laughs> oh really? Okay. <laughs> we're, we're reading your mind before you get the answer. Oh my God! I better be here for what I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 please go on. While we're on the topic, I'd love you to just to talk about your workshops that you're offering in Sydney and Melbourne and Brisbane. Okay. Well, the one we're having um, currently in the end of, well, actually the first week in January is New Spiritual Horizons programs. There are many courses. There are three-hour courses that come on different types of topics, like one is called Giving a Crystal Clear Vibration, The Wealth of Your Metaphysical Nature, Experience my, Experiencing My Inner Harmony, on schedule with your plans, which is really great for the new year. The real me, a spiritual being, and the spiritual reality of the family. And now none of these courses that I just mentioned um, have any prerequisites, so anyone can come and experience them. 
and they can actually find them on the ipmi.org.au site. That's where they're all listed, and you can see more about them there. And after that, we'll be going to um, back to Brisbane and Sydney in March, for, and we're going to be offering other courses, probably mm -hmm. some other presentations as well as some other um, events there that we don't have lined up yet because we just got the body, the Mind Body Spirit Festival. They just contacted us recently and wanted us to speak at both of those events again because we just did the one here in Melbourne. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're super excited about that. So um, those will be they'll be coming up on our website, which is www.tntspiritworks.com. And we also have an Australia tour um, link there too. So you can see what's going on in Australia while we're here. And if it's anyone didn't tour. write that down, all the links will be in the show notes as well. <laughs> okay, great. Super. And um, so at the Mind Body Spirit Festival is, is in Brisbane from February 28th to March 1st this year. We'll be uh, conducting the real new presentation a couple of times. Mm -hmm. So again, we'll make sure that the links are there and people can see when we're doing that. Then in Sydney, it's from March 12th to 15th is the Body, Mind, Spirit Festival. And we'll be, again, uh, speakers there uh, a couple of times uh, presenting the real you. And from there, we'll schedule the workshops and uh, follow on programs for and those who want to take it. Yeah, yeah you better mention that. Uh, which or, I'm going to segue into as well, which, which, which is on your website. The offerings are on your, on your website. Yes. Yeah. And I'd love to talk about them in a minute, but first, this is such a popular topic and I get a lot of questions okay. about this. Mm -hmm. Spirit guides. How do people connect with their spirit guides? Well, we're always connected to them. And mm -hmm. I know before I came in this program and really understood how to connect deeply, more deeper, and also um, how many I had, because that's one thing we do teach people in the orientation profile. We tune into how many guides you've brought in this lifetime, and perhaps if, if how many you're working with now, or how many you're gonna be working with that may come in at another time and work with you. And um, I know for myself that I've always had this feeling that there was someone around me um, guiding me or giving me suggestions. Like I used to do some transmedium work. Mm -hmm. And whenever I was doing my transmedium work, I always felt this, this person or, or people behind me and always felt this like um, suggestion to move forward or it's time to speak or move in this area so I know I'm in the light of you know, working with spirit. And I didn't know what that was. And then when I came into this program and had my orientation profile done, and then we also have other profiles um, where you can go deeper into where do the guides live at? Why are they here with you? What are they working on? What are you working on with them? And just a deeper look at that. It made my whole life change because I realized that a lot of my guys that I was working with, I worked with certain things. Like one of them is a jeweler. And throughout my life, I've made spiritual jewelry. Um, and one is a dancer. I went and I did, took ballroom dancing classes and I love to have movement in my body. And what about some of the ones you have, Tom? Well, all kinds. Uh, all kinds. Yeah. <laughs> we have a, we have a pretty nice sized yeah. team. So well, one of, one of the, uh, one of my spiritual guides, um, whose hobby was, uh, telling jokes and also working with dogs. And I've actually done a lot of that, particularly um, I've, I've taken a number of dogs through dog training. It was later in life that I did this, but I, I really enjoyed it. And also I'm known for telling jokes. 
And so, I would say also what this program is that I really came in to understand just a deeper understanding of my guides that I've not tapped into anywhere else. And I've done all kinds of work in different, um, you know, healing modalities and people, you know, I've worked in shamanic um, astrology and also um, done like priestess processes and things like that. We did talk about, you know, some guidance, et cetera, angels around you, but nothing like this program. I've never experienced anything like that. And I've done a lot of other work out there in the world. So for me, um, uh, people often will come up to us and say, yeah, you know, I know I have spirit guides, but how do I know they're my spirit guides? Mm-hmm. And uh, that that's what this profile will do is uh, share, we share with folks the, the ways, the avenues of communication that guides give us impressions. First of all, we want to raise our vibration to be positive, 100% positive like our guides so that they can move in on us. And if we're all emotional and upset, it's hard for our guidance to give us those little messages and keys. But, uh, you know, the key thing about guidance is they never tell us what to do in the sense that they, a high soul will always respect your free will and your opportunity is to make your decisions. But once I make my decisions, I can check, is this truly in my best interest? Is it in the best timing for me? Um, if I ask, should I do this or should I do that? I may not really get, you know, a clear answer. So it's, I, it's been, I've been working with my guidance ever since I was 18. And um, one of the stories that I tell was that I was studying electrical engineering and at university in the States, Marquette University. And I liked engineering, but I didn't really know what I wanted to study as most folks you yeah. know, do when they're in college. And I didn't really know what engineering was. <laughs> <laughs> the funny the big thing. picture, right? Yeah. <laughs> Math the joke yeah. I was kind of interested in all that. So Uh, I remember checking with my guidance whether once I could do this check and recheck technique, you know, was it in my best interest to continue my electrical engineering studies? And my, I, you know, got a resounding yes and so forth. And um, by the time that I graduated in engineering, you know, I still wasn't super turned on by doing engineering work. I'm more of a people person. But uh, an FBI agent came on campus at Marquette to interview candidates. And electrical engineering is one of the programs that you could get into the FBI with. I had no idea. I'd never been interested in the FBI prior. But once I met this guy, I was like, well, if I have to work from nine to five, I want to do something interesting and that cool. Sounds and pretty cool. Find out about <laughs> it, you know? And so uh, I got in very quickly at a young age because I, I qualified under the electrical engineering program and there was a great need for engineers at that time in the FBI. And I had a blast being an FBI agent. I mean, I did that through the eighties. That's and amazing. So there's a simple thing, you know, my guidance knew a, a bigger picture. Yeah. Now I left the FBI and I went into business and I've worked with my guidance in business as well. And, and uh, it really is no different being in the FBI working with your guidance or being in business, working with your guidance, you know, because it's a personal, thing, you know, but, uh, you know, it's, it's really worked for me in my life. And, but really where they're really here to help us is what am I meant to be learning? You know, am I, why am I, why do I keep yearning for this situation? You know, when really I probably mastered that and it's time to move on, you know, or, uh, why, why do I keep setting up a situation where I keep re-experiencing this suffering or not really, maybe not suffering in a big way, but you know, like, keep hitting my head against the wall. How am I setting that up? That's where my guidance can really, that's where they want to free us 
is from those experiences. So we really can attract the life that we want to live, that we can live it with that passion because we're excited to wake up every day. And uh, you'll see in one of our charts, the, in the real new chart, the stick, we have a stick figure with a little halo and he's clicking his heels up for joy. And the other night, you know, I said, we did a presentation and I said, how many of you feel like that every day? Nobody raised their hand, you know? Yeah. How many of you feel like that half the time, you know? Yeah. One or two raised their hand, you know? I said, boy, you people need help. But uh, my yeah. point is, is when we come in as, as young, when we're young people, we're thrilled to be here. You know, we love it. And a lot of this is just tuning back into that, that real joy. Once I learn something from an opportunity that I've been through, even if it's not the most fun opportunity, then it becomes a million dollar experience to me. It, it just flips it on its head. When I grow spiritually, I, I'm really glad I went through it, even though society might consider it to be not such a positive experience, you know? Yeah, you're glad afterwards, <laughs> not at the time. <laughs> it is. I also have had some of the biggest growth by some of the most challenging th things going on with me, so. It is true what they say that, you know, the purpose of life is joy. It reminds me of my daughter who's seven. I said to her the other night, I'm just going to go and meditate. Are you okay? And she said, I'm always okay. She said, I'm actually always incredible. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I thought that was the best answer. She's always happy. I love That's it. That's beautiful. Yeah. So um, just in regards to your, when you talk about your guides, um, how, and everyone's different. I know this. How do they communicate with you? How do you hear them or how do you see them? Or So for me, um, I'm an intuitive, so I'm clairaudient. So mm -hmm. I hear them or they'll give me um, a word or I'm, a lot of times in the morning I'll hear a song. Mm -hmm. So that's how I connect with them because I'm clairaudient and calm is. Well, I'm a, uh, I work with the gift of vision first. We, we have four gifts and we work with them in a specific order. So Teresa said she works with the gift of intuition as mm -hmm. we call it uh, first. I work with the gift of vision first. Mm -hmm. And so I think in pictures or uh, the psychic ability might be clairvoyance, clear seeing. So for me, it's getting a picture and that's, or how things look are very important or what I see when I look at somebody. So we also have a, an actual check and recheck technique, we call it, where you get specific yes and no answers. Uh, you, you practice a cleansing technique and you make sure you have a clear question mm -hmm. and you can get, you know, clear answers. Um, but our guidance have always been around us and the times that we've felt those chills or goosebumps or just all of a sudden that aha, oh, that's what I want to do, or this is a solution, that's probably your guidance. But the thing is, is that they're, they're probably giving you a hundred messages a day and, and we're, only, we're only capturing a few of them. You know, we're only picking up on a couple. So the idea is to have a more conscious communication with our spiritual helpers. And the cool thing about that is that once, once I knew how to check and recheck, you know, I can always check with my guidance. You know, is that person telling me the truth? Is this truly in my best interest at this time? You know, those kinds of things. And you can't be fooled, you know, from, from then on out. And since we do have the four gifts, um, since I'm an intuitive, he's a visionary, like say a prophetic, my mom's prophetic, and she just knows. 
There's right. nothing, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. And she'll say things like, I just know. And I know Tom's mom was also prophetic. And we also have another gift of feeling, which are feelers. And um, those people also have a sense of um, they're healers and they just feel everything. So they, they might get that inner feeling from their guidance. And it's really, in fact, like there's, there's a lot to um, become aware of because as I know what my gift is, it really helps me uh, know about, and that's part of the information that we get in that profile is, uh, for example, how a visionary will communicate to others. Um, and almost like the personality type, which is our outer communication of these four gifts, as we call them. Now we have all four, so it's like tools in our toolkit, but mm -hmm. I have an intuitive part, just like Teresa has And I have an a visionary part. part, just like Tom. But we, <laughs> we tend to be, make our decisions out of our, our first gift. And, um, when I first, you know, found out about this sort of thing, my, because my parents uh, worked more out of that prophetic type gift, they were expecting me to just know things. And it was, it would seem, all I can describe it as, it just seemed hard. You know, I just didn't, I didn't just know things. I had to get a picture. Now, once I see it, I never forget it. I'm almost got a photographic mind once I see things, or I can see how everything fits together. But knowing that I'm worked with that gift of vision, for example, when I was at university, I would make sure that the professors gave me a picture because the professor might be somebody who works with the gift of feeling. They often go into all the details. Well, don't go into the details with me until you give me the picture of where everything fits. Then I can work into the details. So, and for me, it's yeah. about facts. I just, I'm an intuitive. I just, just give me the the picture I just want to know what's the information I need to move forward so that's one of the benefits too about knowing the gifts and what you are and also understanding what the people around you are because Tom and I work really easy and much better than I ever have in previous relationships because we know what our gifts are and we know how to work with each other what what a great team I guess also two sort of takeaways I'm getting from this is um I guess number one is it's subtle it's not like I'm talking to you now, you're, you know, what you're receiving the messages are subtle. Mm -hmm. Is that right? And then I guess the second one is really, really trust your intuition. Trust your intuition. <laughs> I've covered in chills on that. Me too. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's different language for things. So a businessman might talk about inspiration or creativity, you know, uh, somebody else might talk about it like messages so the main thing is is that to trust those hunches more and the, i can do that when i work with my guidance i can recheck is guidance is this a suggestion from you you know rather than it's something teresa's thinking as she's walking through the room or and he's picking up on it yeah or uh you know the guy next door i mean we're so sensitive and any anyone with uh, children probably relates to this like i felt my sons go through some things there are, I'm in the States, they happen to be in Australia, and I can feel them like they're in the next room. Really? Which uh, is one particular situation that occurred, and it's, I thought, oh yeah, this is, you know, moms probably particularly can feel this stuff, mm -hmm. you know, so uh, that's how sensitive we all are. Yeah. That, but many of us walk through life not realizing that half of what I'm feeling and thinking isn't even me. It's not even what 
you know, and um, so the consequence of that is you, you find yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time, as opposed to being in the right place at the right time, when you're more aware of what you're feeling, what your true feelings are, and then organize yourself to be in the right place and do the right things at that time. So it's not, it's not just about, you know, following your hunches and feelings, you still need to be organized with our intellect and have a balance between the thought and the feeling. Because as long as we're here on planet Earth, we need emotions. We, that's how we communicate to each other. And we need to, uh, those concepts, some of those concepts we've been taught are part of our survival here or how we move around. Mm. The, the trouble is, is people get caught in those concepts or they think too much and blow their timing, you know, or they're all feeling an emotion and they never organize themselves to, to be in the right place at the right time or to even get the facts on, you know, what they should study or where they should work or that kind of thing or what would be best for them. I also think it uh, absolutely agree, but I also potentially think it comes down to self-love and self-worth because relying on your inner guidance and yourself for the intuitive message is just not looking externally or not always asking people, what do you think? But if you really trust yourself and love yourself, I think um, you can't go wrong. Well, I agree in that one of the things that really struck me is that everyone has, you know, a lot of experience that's unique. And we may have similar paths, but we also have a unique path. And nobody's got the experience quite the way you have, you know, as a soul and in the bigger picture through time. So how could I ever give you your answers? Mm. Because there's no way I'm going to, you know, that's, a, I can facilitate, I can show you tools and techniques. I can share what works for me, but it's really up to you. It's, that's where, well, you're that powerful. You really don't need yeah. any of us to give you your answers. I mean, it's just learning how to tap into that power you have, that innate wisdom, and bringing that forward into your life with your spiritual thrust and your purpose of why are you here. It's so true. It just reminds me of a quote. I think, you know, do you know Abraham Hicks said it really well? She said, why would you ask the car dealer which is the right car for you? Obviously, he's going to sell you the right car that's right for him. Right, <laughs> which I just, right exactly. I think it's, and, and again, that goes, you know, since this is a show about passion, it goes back to passion. You know, it's, it's what makes you feel really excited and really good. That's almost a, your soul connecting with you, giving you those little hints that, you know, something that, you know, really excites you, gets the juice back in your life. That's also a way of connecting with yourself. Yeah. Um, the being in our niche, you know, that, that more recent word, not that recent, but, you know, we used to talk more in, in past decades about, I really want to be in my niche, you know, I really want to find my niche in life. And I can't find that for you, but I can show you some tools and techniques that can help you really uncover that better for yourself. Because uh, that's, that's the truth of it, you know. I'm just going to translate that for you in Australian. It's called niche. <laughs> Um, so i guess moving on i'd love to talk about your incredible one-on-one offerings you have online which sound absolutely amazing i know you've talked a little bit about it um i think love is such a big issue 
if you want to start with compatibility profile we could, uh, or something else you'd like to start with, they all sound amazing. Well, the, the first one to start with is this one, because once okay. you can work with your guidance, that's kind of the basis for the every profile that we work with from there, because it's important that you're working with your guidance and uh, understand how you get those impressions to take the next step. And then we can work with what we have, what we call a blockage profile. We have a, a chakra healing profile. And really what those profiles do is they take a look at some of the concepts that we've inherited, you might say, or learned in our first seven years and how they kind of, you know, are roadblocks for us, you know, where they keep us from feeling that passion. Why am I not feeling the passion for life? What's, what fear has moved in on me? Um, also, when it comes to your chakras or those energy centers, they're related to your pituitary, uh, the different glands, you know, the different uh, within the physical body. And a, a lot of disease comes from concepts that we have about ourselves. And, you know, like you, you, you mentioned something very powerful in that self-love is very important. It's when I start judging myself, putting myself down and those kinds of nagging thoughts that really cause that you know, can affect our physical bodies. Mm. And once we change those concepts, we can start to heal ourselves, uh, you know, as we replace those with a more positive truth or affirmation or something like that. You know, and I'm not saying you wouldn't go to the doctor. If you break your leg, you better go to the doctor. He's got to put it in a thing. But what were you thinking before you jumped off that thing that you shouldn't have jumped off? What was- 100% agree with you on that one. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned one about policies and procedures of life and what that one does, and that's kind of a, a few down the road as you kind of unfold and start learning about yourself spiritually, that works with taking a look at what your parents' policies and procedures were and what your policies and procedures really are. And you know what yeah, what they have positive policies and procedures as well, but Often, you know, my parents weren't aware of this sort of thing. You know, they were more religious people rather than spiritual people and great people, you know, with, with great strengths and some areas that they needed to grow and learn in. So uh, it's a lot of these profiles are step by step. So once you've had a few of those, then we can work with a spiritual compatibility because we'll look at how it's affecting your chakra, some of these concepts. And the, the main thing in spiritual compatibility uh, is the communication between each other and how our little fears and blocks will move in on people to uh, start the confusion rolling within the relationship, you know, so people just go, God dang it, I'm out of here. You know, mm -hmm. that feeling we've all felt at one time or another. Yeah. And, and uh, so some yeah. of our consultations um, you are, have no prerequisites. Like the orientation, we've got a thrust one, but most of them are like Tom mentioned, they build upon one another. So have a succession of them okay. in order to prepare yourself for the spiritual compatibility. Okay. And, and other ones too. But so yeah, that's what we do. We have some that build upon one, others, but we do have a couple of them that are, you know, no prerequisites. So. And one of the differences, sorry, please go ahead. One of the differences uh, between a reading you know, a psychic reading, and we love psychic readings. We get a couple every once in a while. We've got mm -hmm. our, our favorite psychic that we visit and uh, are that we're working with our guidance mm -hmm. in these profiles. So 
the information comes from your guidance, who tells my guidance, and it works within a format or a structure so you can actually become more aware of what it is, the pitfall you're following, and what you're doing so you can help heal yourself, rather than just be a shot in the arm, you know, and then you feel like shit the rest of the day, you know, or, or the rest of the week, right? You know, so it's, it's coming away with tools and techniques and working with your guidance is where the real clarity comes through rather than just, you know, kind of an amorphous, well, this might happen in this thing. And that. I love psychic readings. So can one ask specific questions in the readings? Well, in the profiles, they'll have a focus. Like if we're working with a blockage profile, we'll, we'll be checking with guidance, you know, what's the blockage that this person needs to work with right now. Right. And it, it's like either a fear or um, usually it's like a fear of something like a form of fear of success or a fear of letting go or fear of being taken advantage of, you know, that's really, and it's not like you feel like that all the time. It's just, there's times I, I was feeling great and everything seemed to be on track and then something occurred that just threw me and I couldn't yeah. seem to get back to that feeling happy and free again. So it's like blocking the insight that I'm getting from my guidance. So it, uh, that was, that's one example. And a lot of the um, orientation, well, the profile of like Tom mentioned earlier too is about you getting your own answers. So yeah. I had a client recently I, I did a profile for, and at the end she said to me, well, can you tell me what's coming? Or she wanted me to answer her own questions. And so our, our consultations are not like that. We really <laughs> want you to get your own answers. That's, the, that's the, the profound part about really connecting with your guidance and cleansing and understanding how to work with them is to get your own answer. So it's, so really these are not like psychic readings right. at all. We're working with our psychic abilities right. and we're working with guidance, mm -hmm. but they're more focused on spiritual growth. Mm -hmm. uh, now, I mean, there's, we, like I said, we have a favorite uh, person that we go to for some readings and uh, she does some tarot cards mm -hmm. and she's very good and, but because I've had some profiles and I can work with my guidance, I get more out of her readings because I can connect with my guidance as to how, how much truth is there for me or, you know, um, in fact, she shared something with me recently that the penny just dropped, you know, that because she's had that experience and she had mastered this certain area that I kind of was working on. Right. So, you know, we think it's, it's all good, but ours are, Ours are more of a spiritual growth kind of step-by-step -step mm -hmm. focus. Mm -hmm. And once we want you, to, the, the growth, the fastest growth is going to occur when you can be clear and check with your guidance and work with your guidance. You know, uh, if you go to anybody, even a doctor, you know, they're just practicing, right? Mm -hmm. So in spiritual things, it's really important that you, we come up with part of it to help you kind of get beyond the blinders that you might have, but you've got to come up with 50% of it as well. And it's really fun, you know, doing that because <laughs> it feels great, you know, that's, then nobody's telling you what to do or nobody's making your decisions for you, but you're injecting your wisdom and your guidance wisdom into, you know, the scenario. And, and you're providing the tools to do, it's a do it yourself. Right. More yeah. Do it yourself. Yeah. Yes, myself. <laughs> you <laughs> like I said, we all need people to share with and facilitate these yes. things, you know. So uh, 
And then, I, you know, I guess I wanted to go back to that. Like one of the reasons that I do this work or why I have such a passion for it is because I love sharing with like-minded people. And the relationship that I'm in, you know, with Teresa in our marriage, we're sharing with somebody who's really interested in this spiritual stuff. Mm-hmm. And we want to grow spiritually. So when we do have a little bit of a kerfuffle or something happens, we regroup it. You know, we can work with our guidance and uh, we can get past it. And, and our relationship, you know, is more fulfilling yeah. kind of thing. You mean you argue as well? <laughs> I can't imagine it. We, get, we, we get, are human. We get stimulated. <laughs> I love that you get stimulated. Okay. Excellent answer. We have our little triggers. <laughs> Mostly her, not me. Yeah, of, of course. <laughs> no, but kidding. we still That's get through it. That was a gym. Yes. No but one honestly, though, with our relationship, it's a very, uh, I've never had such a positive relationship. You know, I've never had such a clear relationship, but if, um, if I get stimulated, Teresa can work with her guidance. So he's just going through a little bit of this here. Oh, I didn't give them all the facts. Doing this is when we're doing it. This is where, this is why, you know, it's usually simple things in life that affect communication yep. that throw us off, you know, or, Oh, he needs his picture. I better give him this picture of why we're doing this or, you know, kind of a thing. And for one of the things we like to, we talk about is how I can go on and on and on as I talk, because I get <laughs> how it works. Just so you know, <laughs> the visionary, is I get a picture in my mind's eye and then I start talking about the picture and then I get another one and then I get another one. And so I oh. keep, it, it can roll on. So I can have a tendency to talk yes. a lot. You know? Whereas Trace is more like, just give me the facts. I just want to know, She's very frank and direct. She just you know? wants the bullet points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But back to our relationship, it truly is about the passion we have of sharing our spiritual work in the world. And that's really the foundation of what we've come to do together is, is that passion of working with spirit. So back to the passion. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I love that. Knowing, um, knowing how she communicates, you know, I, people might, I might think, oh, well, that's very abrupt. But see, a person with the gift of intuition is a born leader. So her natural tendency is to lead just by she's very clear about what she wants and, and will move forward with that. And um, so knowing she's an intuitive helps me relax with that. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's, I, it's great that she's direct. You know, that's a strength. That's something that's helpful. And um, we, you know, I probably help her with seeing the bigger picture of how everybody fits together. She helps me with being more direct. And it's good that I know that he's a visionary and that he, he has to have that picture in it. He doesn't stop talking until the picture's complete. So at first I was like, well, Tom, can I get a word in edgewise? But now I'm like, wait, let him finish his picture and then I'll be able to speak what I need to say. So, yeah. I love that getting to, you know, respecting each other and getting to know each other better. That's, that's part of a loving relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, well, life is meant to be pleasant and positive, and uh, that's all about what these, what these tools and techniques and truths help people do, is just give back to that feeling so that life feels smoother, that you have more ups and downs, as I said before, and it's, a po- it's mostly a positive experience. 
Well, what beautiful gifts and messages you're spreading to, to the world as, a, as an incredible team, a spiritual team. I love we're it. Trying. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're teaching dynamite. <laughs> Spread that dynamite energy. Yeah. Look, as we come to a close, we're not ready to close yet. Is there anything else you'd like to specifically discuss? Hmm. Anything that comes to mind? Yeah, that um, many people may have heard some of these topics in the past, but our thing is to help you make this really practical not turn it into another religion, but to be a way of life where you, you can work with your guidance and, and tools and techniques. So in other words, I shouldn't say religion, I should say not to make it a ritual, but just to make it more something that's practical. Mm-hmm. And um, making metaphysics practical. Yeah. And accessible. I mean, every, lots of folks have had dreams that have come true. Lots of folks can see auras. Lots of folks have heard about spiritual guides. But as Teresa has said to me, you know, for her, this really filled in some gaps. And then uh, from, I'm, I'm one of these guys that, you know, I just want to make, I want to make it practical. I mean, I work, work with it in business, work with it in, in all the things I've ever been involved with. And, um, and just because somebody's not aware that they're sensitive doesn't mean they're not very sensitive. Mm. Um, because since we're all energy, everyone is super sensitive. Yeah. It's just how do they work with it? And if they don't work with it, then they can just move on in their life with having probably more challenges, more down days and up days. But learning how to understand and work with it, it changes your life completely. And this program has changed my life with understanding at a whole different level than ever before, how to work with my guidance, how to work with my energy. So Wonderful. Yeah. Well, I guess I think you've almost covered it, but I always like to ask my guests a question. Yeah, <laughs> if someone's looking to um, live their passion or live a passionate life, what are, what, what are your tips or advice? Hmm. I think you're a good one to ask. <laughs> Well, yeah, so my thrust is the follow through of my heart's desire. Okay, and I love that. So everything in my whole life, looking back to before I even knew what that line was, mm. I have lived completely by my heart's desire. I, I left my home when I was 17, went into the military to move on in my life, met, met a wonderful husband, had some children, had an amazing um, life, opened up spiritually, but every place along the road was about following through with my heart's desire. So really knowing what my, what that thrust is and just following that completely and not, and not diverting. I mean, there might be some diversion, but mm-hmm. I'm really good with following direction and being really directed with spirit. So it's been that way my whole life. That's beautiful. And following and guess, what feels good. And I guess for me, my the thrust that I have in life is to be happy and free. So when I've made my decisions to be happy out of that kind of feeling or that thrust, Mm. that's when things really fell into place for me. There's times when I didn't, you know, as I was younger or going through learning experiences where I, I wasn't making decisions based on that, that thrust. Mm. And so that's when I didn't have as great an experience as I could have had. Mm. So, uh, but that's all part of my learning, you know, learning more about me. And what I hear Teresa saying is, is that 
the times that she's really followed through with her heart's desire, she, it was magic. Mm -hmm. There's other times I'm sure she probably did it right. and it wasn't so great. <laughs> so how do you find out how to trust your feelings, what your true feelings are versus your emotional feelings that you've been programmed with? Well, one of the first steps is to work with your guidance, mm -hmm. to start learning some of these tools and techniques discover the powerful energy, magnetic energy that you are to attract the life experiences and situations and relationships that, you know, would really, that really tune, turn you on. And, uh, you know, one of the things at my age that I notice is a lot of folks, they get in their late fifties and, and early sixties and they start thinking old mm. and it's, it's easy to do. It's just so easy to accept that thought that comes in instead of saying, no, wait a minute, what is it I would really love to do at this stage of my life? You know, where, where do I want to take this now that I've gotten here? Or am I going to just sit, you know, like on a cruise ship and cruise around and just watch life and, you we know, just got wait, off a cruise recently. That's to, a we saw a lot of that. So that's on, why he mentioned it. Or am I going to still be actively involved in my, in, in my life and loving life? So there's lots of folks, a lot of the baby boomers have, you know, matured. So one of the things we're finding is people are really interested in the cycles of life and what, what's going on in that, that seven-year cycle for them. And uh, so those are some of the things that, you know, we hear. I think another thing that, Sorry, sorry. Yeah, another thing that, you know, often people will say to us when they, they'll come up to us, and I've been interviewed on radio in the past and a, a little bit of television and so forth, and they'll say, you know, don't people think you're crazy when you talk about spirit guides or psychic experiences and that kind of thing? They used to especially say this in the past, and I'd say... Well, you know, the funny thing is, is every time we give a real you presentation or we talk about things, someone will come up to us, I guarantee it, and they go, you know, I've had these experiences my whole life, but I did, I was afraid to tell anybody about them. And, uh, yeah, the message is getting out there. I think that both of you, thank you for answering that so honestly and openly, but I also have to say, um, with both of you, there's no fear. So I find when a lot of people are worried about following their passions, there's a bit of a fear base there, whereas both of you are not fearful moving forward or following, you know, what feels good or right or happiness. Right. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you for being on Passion Harvest. It's been an honour and a delight and a joy. <laughs> Teresa and Tom, thank you so much. Thank you, Louisa, for having us. We really appreciate it. It was so much fun. Yeah, Thanks. Louisa, you know, to, to respond to your comment about no fear, it takes one to know one. So. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> and again, for everyone that's listening or watching, their are Tom and Teresa's details <laughs> will be in the show notes. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye -bye. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. That is the end of our passionate episode. Thank you so much for listening and please subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends and spread the passion. As always, every day, may you be more and more passionate.